Nighttime on Still Waters. This is NB506812, narrowcasting into the night from somewhere on Britain's waterways. Second of December, Wednesday. The swan is back. Its serpentine reflection ghosts the water, and I indulge myself. It's the same juvenile cob that disappeared a month or so ago. It now has a mate, and the water carries them effortlessly, like two pampered puppies carried on cushions. They take food from me, soft, sibilant vocalizations, as I drink my mid-morning tea. One snortles and blows through its nose, and I hope it's normal. Avian flu is attacking swans, and I feel somehow foolishly protected and invested in their alien lives. Welcome back. It's great to have you with us again. This is NB Erica coming to you from under a winter sky. Tonight's going to be a bit special and a bit different. We're going to forego the warmth of this little stove beside me and go for a walk together to meet the winter canal at night. And we're going to walk down the towpath to Beerley Lock. Towpaths are the pathways that run beside the canal and they were created for the horses to walk upon as they towed the old working boats. So, let's grab some gloves and some warm coats, and let's head outside. This is a beautiful night to be out. There's a train in the distance, shuttling between Birmingham and Stratford. There's still quite a lot of light in the sky. It's not that dark, dense, black night. I'm not quite sure how you pronounce your surname, Louis, but uh, Louis Stavo got in contact from Brazil telling me how he and his wife listen to the podcast and are planning to live six months in a year on a narrow boat. And it's nice to share with our nights perhaps so different from your nights. Well, I'm on the canal towpath. The canal is just there on the right. It's very slippery. It's a beautiful night to be out. Absolutely still. And the canal lies like a, a band of quicksilver or mercury on the right. We're just going to see what we can hear on the night time on the canal. A little bit different from being inside the cabin. The temperatures absolutely tumbled as the sun went down. And it's around about 3.1 at the moment. 
Uh, actually, when I just left the the boat just a, a while back, the uh, it had risen to about 3.3, um, but it's set to to drop to around about uh, whoops, around about freezing. So I just tripped over a here something that's on the path. I'm, I'm trying to get my um, my night vision, but uh, unfortunately, the recorder here is. Um, is rather destroying it because it's quite bright um, and it is extremely slippery so as I was saying the uh, it's a beautiful night um, but a cold one the uh, there's a low over St Helier's in France that's dragging a lot of cold wind down cold air down I should say but the uh, the air pressure's rising we had a very went the low tracked over us uh, yesterday. It brought a lot of very, very cold, very strong wind that was absolutely raw. But that's gone, and so actually, even though the air temperature's cold, it uh, it doesn't really feel it. And uh, we're heading now around about towards our south, towards south. And Stratford Town should be, if we carried on walking for about a, I guess about an hour or so, we will get to Stratford upon Avon. The path here is absolutely splodgy. My boots are sliding all over the place. When I came down here with Penny a couple of weeks back, one of the dog walkers was telling me about how their friend slipped over. And slip straight into the canal, so I'm hoping that's not going to happen. Right, we're just coming up to Bridge 56. This is a beautiful old Victorian brickwork bridge. And you'll be able to hear the echo under the bridge. I don't know if you can pick that up. It's lovely, and there's beside me now the canal very slowly drifting down towards Stratford. The, uh, the geography is that the canal, uh, sorry, ge geography is that uh, we go down to Stratford. Um, we're a little bit above it at the moment. And what my plan is, is that we're just going to go to, to Brearley Lock so that you can visit a lock at night and hear what it sounds like when nobody else is around. And the thing I love about nighttime is that it really reinforces the fact that this is not that's a massive puddle I've just walked through that's we share this territory we share this environment and there's something a little bit alien about being in these sorts of places at nighttime. I'm very careful not to spook any birds or animals that are, have now... Oh, there's some fluttering on my right. Uh, oh no, I hate that. Uh, I have it hard enough as it is without me blundering around. Waking up, they've probably had to 
negotiate amongst themselves and perhaps bit squabble amongst themselves as to get a safe roosting patch. And the last thing they want is somebody coming along, disturbing them and having to go through that process again. For me, this is just fun and hope that you'll find it quite fun. But I'm very aware that, if you can hear that, I've got a now, because it's been so wet and I'm beginning to trip over things, I've got a green light on, a green torch, which cuts down that, um, the, the danger of spooking an animal. But I think birds pick it up nonetheless. I don't want to disturb them. To my right, the uh, there's some lights glowing in the between the hedges. As set back, there's a, a couple of houses with their lights blazing, looking very welcoming as we trudge through the mud and the wet grass and as I say we're off to Brearley Lock well I think it's Bearley Lock um, initially when we first started it was Bearley Lock I, th- I thought it was called Burley Lock and I've heard it mentioned Burley barely. Um, but uh, some of the people who live around here I've heard refer to it as Bearley so I'm sure it's Bearley and I can just begin to see Bearley Lock. And you might just have heard there the sound of a train. I said a couple of times in past episodes how railway is always a very close, or quite often is a very close neighbour to the canals sharing the canals. And uh, there's a train that goes from Birmingham right down to Stratford. That's the sound of the bywash. We're now at the top lock. The lock is empty. So the top lock is holding all the water back that wants to go down towards Stratford. And the lock will be filled. And the boat will enter the lock and then the water will be let out and the boat will sink with the water as it pours out through the the gates or through the paddles I should say and then we can open the gate and there's a, a bywash that stops the this area this part of the canal from flooding I'm just going to go down now to the bottom lock here's the chamber and you can hear here if I just get a bit closer this is the reason why I haven't got Penny with me because she'll find that she'll fall in We've got a bit of leaking water leaking there so as I said it's the top lock is holding the water back and there's a the chamber of the lock itself old water-stained brickwork and this is the sound of the bywash 
at the bottom of the lock all the water flowing into the canal again glistening white in the darkness I'll let you just listen and enjoy the sound of water and the canal and a lock at night If we carried on walking and perhaps one day we will do that another have another night walk and we'll go down to the uh, the aqueduct it's uh, the longest aqueduct in England and uh, it's uh, it's about another sort of five minutes walk away but beautiful and I bet that looks absolutely magnificent on a cold frosty night so we'll make our way back up towards the boat can't see the boats from here but there's a, a trail of lights on the horizon and a sky full of clouds and there's a moth that's dancing in the green light of my torch glowing a phosphorescent green rather dazzled by my torch and actually is cutting round, cutting back towards me again. And I can see the the lights by the, the bridge that we just came under. when we first came one of our first walks down here we're taking it's during the summer lovely summer early evening and uh, Donna gave me handed me Penny's lead and uh, scampered up the steps because she wanted to see what it was like at the top of the bridge and she came down and she said ah it's a little lane with Narnia lights or Narnia lamps which is a lovely description it's uh, I think it's actually a, a drive to a small gated community actually which perhaps doesn't have quite such a romantic ring I kind of prefer Donna's description of a lane with Narnia lamps. So now the canals on my left and on the right, beside the towpath, which is now raised up quite a little bit above the canal. We've got hedges filled with birds. Just going past that roost again, and I'm. not wanting to disturb them so I'm trying to keep the, the light to the absolute minimum so it doesn't disturb them the, uh, the hedges are 
generally quite old, filled with blackthorn, rose hips, braided with black bryony and bramble and in the night they just look like gnarled fingers and hag hair rather wonderful here we come back towards the bridge and that big puddle Bridge number 55. This is one of the rare bridges along the Stratford Canal which isn't that ironwork style with the gap in the middle, but actually a brick construction. And uh, when my sister was staying with us, and we, we took her down in the boat and I was saying this is one of the lux luxuries or one of the easier bridges to accommodate because the, the iron ones are so, so very narrow. I mean, it's literally about an inch each side of the boat that you squeeze the boat through. It's like threading a needle. And this is much bigger and because I forgot as I was saying this that actually there has a to it has also accommodate the towpath which actually comes into, juts into the canal and with an almighty crash it's probably the worst bang that I have had with the boat so far <laughs> as we crashed off the side there's a beautiful sense of calm and peace here and as I stop I can see my breath visible curling up clouds of steam into the sky and now I'm aware that actually I'm causing a little bit of consternation and stress by some of the birds so I'll, I'll move on Back to the bridge where we started. I'm just going to um, just going to cut through on my right. There's a, a little gate, and we'll, we'll cut through here. And I can see ahead. It's a shortcut to where the boats are moored, and there they all are. All the lights on. Well, most of the lights on anyway. 
Oops, that's it. Whoops. Tripping and slipping. And uh, quite a lot of the boats already have Christmas decorations. We got Christmas decorations up. And uh, this year of all years, we need light in this darkness. And to be honest, any year, you can keep everything about Christmas, but give me the light. I love it. Um, particularly the the natural light, the flames, fire, natural fire. There's something about that, something almost primal about flames leaping up into a winter night sky, lighting up the winter dark. But any light will do. And all the boats are there, ahead of me, as we walk back. There's a wonderful old oak that we're just coming up to and the leaves are now on the ground they're all sodden so they don't crisp and as you walk through them but Penny loves to nuzzle her way through sniffing through the canals again are they're, they're, sorry the boats again are really tucked into this little dell a natural bowl in the landscape above them is the old ancient woodland made famous in Shakespeare Shakespeare's plays the Forest of Eden and the remnants of it are up, up above up above us I can see on the horizon there, on the skyline, lots of trees etched against the glow of lights, night lights. And we're, we're almost back, almost back to the stove, warm stove and a very hot and welcome cup of tea. And so I'll leave you here as I negotiate the the padlock on the gate and see you around. Well, thank you for coming along and keeping me company on the walk and I hope that you enjoyed it as much as I did. As I was editing the recording just now, I realised that I kept referring to the top lock and what I meant to say was the top gate uh, there's only one lock, and uh, hence it's got a second name, it's sometimes referred to as Beerly Lock, um, but also it's also referred to as Odd Lock, because it appears on its own in a stretch of waterways that uh, doesn't have many locks at all. So I'll bid you a very, very good night, and I'll let you listen once more to the sound of water in a lock, in the depth of a winter's night. Good night. Temperature, outside, 3.1 degrees. 
Inside, 24 degrees. Humidity, 93%. Dew point, 2.1 degrees. Wind direction, northeast. Strength, 7 miles per hour. Barometric pressure, 995.3, rising rapidly. Precipitation, 4.3 millimetres. Moon phase, 73.3%, waning gibbous. Sunset, 15.55. Skycasting, 8 o'clock.